Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Why Can't We Be More Like the Chinese? Written by Bob Ramsey. Yes, they're kidnapping Canadians off the street, imprisoning over a million Uyghurs, Kazakhs, and Kyrgyz, using AI to spy on far too many of their own people, and rattling their sabers against America and Taiwan. But, in the spirit of at least the trains run on time, here are some of the things the Chinese government is doing for its 1.4 billion people. Or, things that some in the sloppy democratic West wish we could do, if only our governments were a little more authoritarian. 1. Reducing pressure on their kids. Last week, China passed a law whereby local governments must reduce the pressure on school kids to do homework and take special tutoring. As of January 1st, after-school tutoring for major subjects will be banned on weekends and holidays. That pressure is enormous. China's education system culminates in one university entrance exam at age 18, called the Gaokao, where a single score can determine the arc of their lives. So, many parents spend fortunes on the best schools or private lessons, which deplete both their finances and the health of their kids. The government has also cut back on assigning homework, worried that school kids will be overwhelmed and fall apart, or quit school, or act out. See item four. There's another benefit the authorities see in this law, encouraging parents to have more children. China's one-child policy, begun in 1980, means that its population is now actually declining. Two, reducing the supply of spiritual opium. This is the phrase the government uses to describe online gaming. The word opium, of course, carries special opprobrium in China since it's the drug the British used to enfeeble China in the mid-1800s. China views the U.S. tech companies today the way they did the British back then. So the government has now forbidden the playing of video games by Chinese under 18 during the school week and allowed only one hour per day between 8 and 9 p.m. on Fridays, weekends, and holidays. You need to show your government ID to make sure you're not lying about your age. As the government noted, gaming addiction has affected studies in normal life and many parents have become miserable. 3. Banning vulgar influencers. This means screen and social media idols, and especially variety and reality shows that feature the children of celebrities. Last Thursday's announcement commanded Chinese media to resolutely resist showing off wealth and enjoyment, hyping up gossip and privacy, negative hot topics, vulgar internet celebrities, and the bottomless appreciation of ugliness. Not missed in this roundup of undesirable people are sissy boy bands and effeminate men who have been banned from all media. 
Also, its proposal to prevent the feminization of male adolescents urges schools to promote on-campus sports like soccer and cultivate masculinity. As The Guardian drolly noted, the regulator appears to be concerned about the broader societal culture shaped by young Chinese people's consumption of celebrity news shows and its potential to run against the current values promoted in China. Four, punishing bad parents. Admit it, the last time you saw a child acting out in front of their parents, you likely thought, why can't they control their kid? Well, if you live in China, you may soon be punished if your young child exhibits very bad behavior or commits crimes. Parents will be reprimanded and have to go through family education guidance programs, said a government spokesman. There are many reasons for adolescents to misbehave, and inappropriate family education is a major cause. This is a perverse reversal of the idea that the sins of the father shall be visited on the children. Of course, China can do all of the above because it has the technology and the political system and the willpower. But governments have tried to control the behavior of young people for thousands of years and largely failed. Here's to history repeating itself. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com. <laughs>